Alrighty, welcome back everybody. This is the JMO Sports Podcast, the second ever episode of this podcast. Today's episode is going to be about football, ranging from about NFL and college football, such as what to expect for upcoming seasons, rumors, expectations, Dallas Cowboys just a little bit, and a little bit about college football. And um, I'm very happy to say that the first episode went very, very well. Um, I thank you for some of your feedback about my first podcast. It went better than I expected, and I got a lot more listeners than I expected because I did not expect to have as many as I did. I only had about 16, but it's a little bit, like I said, a little bit more than what I expected. I expected to have maybe like two or three that have been family members. Well, I had some of my friends and family um, uh, listen to it, and I was very, very happy to hear y'all's feedback from that. Um, So now we're going to get on to our first segment, which is upcoming football season. Alrighty, now it's the upcoming football season segment, which is, um, and one thing about this upcoming football season is COVID-19 has been a big thing that's kind of um, impacted the the season so far, and the season hadn't even really started. The preseason has been going on for NFL football, and in college football, there's been a couple little things about um, COVID-19 kind of roaming around um, with some, some of the biggest players, and um, has also affected uh, some of the coaches as well, and um, it might affect the uh, first couple games of the season, but we're kind of, all of us football fans are kind of praying and hoping that um, it does not, because we want to see a good full season in both NFL and college football, and um, some of the power rankings for the NFL right now um with the top 25 is, um, number one is the uh, defending uh Super Bowl champions, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and their previous rank was number one as well because of the, their win last year. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs were at number two, and their previous rank was number two as well um, because they finished they finished second in the Super Bowl to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, number three is Buff- the Buffalo Bills, which um, their previous rank was also number three. Um, the Green Bay Packers were number four uh, this year and last year. So they're uh, the top five, which is the number five is Baltimore Ravens, and their their rank was the, the same as last year as well. So the top five kind of say stayed the same, and um, as you get to number six, it kind of starts to change. Number six was the Los Angeles Rams, and their previous rank was number seven. So they bumped up one, which is I guess good for them um, because the the Rams haven't really been doing as well, and they've made and they've made a couple trades um, lately that kind of kind of impacted their season so far, even though it's only the preseason as of right now. Um, number eight is the Seattle Seahawks, um, and they've bumped up one. Um, I don't know about as many trades that they've made, but they um, they made some good draft picks in the, uh, in the draft this past year. Um, and I think Russell Wilson's getting back to his, his old self where he's getting um, – he's doing really, really well. Um Number eight is the Cleveland Browns. Their previous rank was number six, so they went down two, 
but they are they still have a pretty good team um, that I think the Cleveland Browns could be really really good one day. Um, I'm not like I said I'm not a big Browns fan, really am I at all? But um, I think the Browns with the way their team is with Baker Mayfield, and, um, Odell Beckham Jr., Nick Chubb, all kind of that little uh, wide receiving cord. Um, and also you got Jarvis Landry and Miles Garrett on the defense kind of controlling that side of the ball. Um, I think you've kind of got a good little team there. I don't I don't know necessarily about if they'll make it because they kind of – they beat the Steelers last year to make it to the, um, to the playoffs, but they didn't really make it past the first round. So I think maybe they're, they're kind of like they can get there, but I don't know if they can make it all the way just yet. Um, number nine coming in this year is the San Francisco 49ers. Um, their previous rank was also number nine, so they kind of stayed the same. Um, with this year, they got they got a new quarterback in Trey Lance, and um, I don't know how that's going to go with them, but from what I've seen in the preseason so far, that might do something for them because I think Trey Lance is a decent quarterback coming out of North Dakota State, but um, I'm going to have to see a little bit more out of him before I can really be committed to that uh, that quarterback position for him and uh, Jimmy Gallup, who was the previous quarterback, he didn't really do as well. So maybe Trey Lance might be the best um, quarterback to go with, but we'll have to see a little bit more out of maybe that first real game of the season. Um, and number ten coming in is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Their previous rank was number eleven. So, um, but the Pittsburgh Steelers last year they were. They were on track to go all the way to the Super Bowl, but um, with their loss to the Cleveland Browns um, in the playoffs, it kind of dropped it off for them, and they lost all that glory because towards the end of the season, they started losing a few key games, and then they lost to the Cleveland Browns um, in the playoffs. So they kind of they lost all hope there, and like because I was thinking that it was going to be the Browns going to the or not the Browns, the Steelers going to the Super Bowl. Um, and uh, like I said, they they dropped off. Um, ben Roethlisberger got injured, um, and then um, Mason Rudolph came in, and he did he did all right, but he he wasn't really doing as well, I think, as as people kind of expected him to um, going into that season. And then um, coming in at number eleven is the Tennessee Titans. Um, the Tennessee Titans actually did really, really well last year. Their previous rank was um, number 12, so they bumped up one. They didn't do as good to like bump up to the top five or anything, but they did really, really well to where they made it all the way to the AFC Championship and lost to the Kansas City Chiefs last year. But um, Derek Henry and A.J. Brown and Corey Davis and Ryan Tannehill all over there last year did really, really well. And then now they they got a big trade in from the Falcons, which was Julio Jones, and I was kind of shocked because I thought um, Julio Jones was either going to stay in Atlanta or just I don't know, because there was rumors going around that he could go to the Cowboys, and I was kind of happy with that. Um, but then he kind of took a shot at us saying he wanted to go to someplace where they can win, and I'm like, yeah, we haven't won a Super Bowl since the '90s, but. Um, I think we still got a good team. It's just kind of when we get to that end point, it's like we kind of drop it off, and it's not really a good thing. But um, I think the Tennessee Titans this year are going to be somebody to handle with. You got A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, I, I think, unless they traded him. Um, and then you got Julio Jones, and then you got Derek Kenner and Ronnie Tannehill, man in the backfield. 
So I think that's going to be a team to look out for in this season. And any fantasy people, I would kind of try to get some of those people because I think that's going to be a good team to kind of get a lot of people from. The um, Coming at number 12 was the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, after giving away uh, Phillip Rivers, nobody really expected them to do anything um, this past year. But they actually did a good little bit. They're coming up... Uh, three positions from Frank 15 last year and it was like I said it's kind of a, a weird thing not seeing Philip Rivers over there because he was there for so long and then they traded him off to the Colts and now Philip Rivers I believe is retired now but um the Chargers had a have a really good little t- thing going with Justin Herbert Austin Eckler and uh Keenan Allen over there they're kind of like top three players and then their defense is pretty good as well um, I don't know about Super Bowl this year, but it's very well Justin Herbert could be getting up there and and his little thing that he's got going because he's a he's a pretty good player coming out of Oregon last uh, a couple years ago. Because um, in Oregon he was more of a mobile quarterback. Now he's kind of a um, kind of in the pocket and if he can he can still get out kind of thing um, and make some big plays out of it. Coming in at number uh, thirteen is the New Orleans Saints. Their previous rank was number three, or number sorry, number ten, and they went down three. So it's the Saints haven't really done um, as well as a lot of people had expected them to since winning the uh, Super Bowl in two thousand nine, and with uh, Drew Brees um, retiring um, last year, it was kind of a sad thing because I was a big fan of. Uh, Drew Brees when he was playing, and I remember watching the my first ever Super Bowl, which was the 2009 Super Bowl against the Saints and the Colts, and seeing uh, the Peyton Manning Drew Brees little battle going uh, between them, and that was a kind of a, a cool thing to watch. Um, and I expected Drew Brees to win Super Bowls more times than I could count from 2009 to now. But um, every time the Saints got either to the playoffs or the, to the NFC title game, it kind of dropped off for them, and they didn't really. Um, it's it was always one play that kind of changed the thing for them, and um, I was always kind of like rooting for the Saints in that spot because the Cowboys didn't make it, so I had to choose somebody else that I kind of liked, and the Saints were that team. And um, it always came down to either the playoffs or the NFC Championship game where it dropped off for them. And there was always one play that was kind of controversial. And some Saints fans will kind of back me up on that. And um, that there, and sometimes they'll be like, oh, you're just making excuses. And I'm like, no, this is, there's actual things that should have been called but weren't called. And it was kind of just... I don't know. I, there's nothing I can do to go back and change it. I don't have a time machine. We're not at that advanced in our technology yet. Um, but going into the next rank, which is number 14, which is the New England Patriots. Uh, their previous rank was 18, so they went up four. Um, but ever since getting rid of Tom Brady, I don't know if they'll uh, get back to their former glory. And then they'll losing also Rob Gronkowski. And um, Julian Edelman, I believe, is going into retirement. And so they, they've lost a lot of their key players on offense. And they're not really doing as much as they kind of expected, bringing in Cam Newton and then um, a few other players um, in trades. But also they brought in uh, – they traded um, – 
for some draft picks, and they got uh, Mac Jones in this previous draft, and, and everybody expected Mac Jones to kind of go a little bit higher in the draft going to the 49ers, um, which the 49ers, I believe, had the second pick in the draft last year. But they went. They ended up going with Trey Lance, and I I kind of believe that's a mistake in my part. Not just because he was an Alabama guy, but I believe that um, uh, Mac Jones is a little bit better quarterback than Trey Lance is. Yeah, Mac Jones is more of a in the pocket kind of passer, but I think in the NFL you want more of an in the pocket passer than a um, outside of the pocket running kind of quarterback and that's that's just my opinion on it of course I'm, um, I think other people will probably have a bunch of other opinions on on that but I, I believe in more of an in-pocket passer but somebody that can at least get out of the pocket if needed but you re- really want an in-the-pocket type passer. Um, coming in at number 15 is the Miami Dolphins. They uh, Their previous rank was number 14 so they went down one but um, I think the Miami Dolphins are now having a definite answer of who's going to be their quarterback uh, this year uh, to a Tonga Valoa, former Alabama quarterback. Um, I believe that last year it was Ryan Fitzpatrick and Tua kind of going back and forth of um, who's going to be the quarterback. Of course, the Dolphins kind of started out with uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick because he had more experience going into the season. Um, and then when they brought Tua in, it kind of started off a little shaky for Tua um, just because it's like he was a rookie last year and you kind of throw a rookie into a big lead game. It's They're going to be a little little shaky at first. But um, a- after a while, he started to pick it up, and I think he got a little bit of a late, uh, a little bit of a late season kind of little upbringing, basically, I guess is what you could say it as. Um, Late, late spark, I guess is another way to say it. Um, and it was kind of one of those things where I think Tua could be a better quarterback, but if they had given the whole whole season to play, I think they could have he could have done a lot of a lot more than what they kind of expected him to do. And then with the Dolphins bringing in uh, Jalen Waddle, and you kind of got that um, Tua Jalen situation like how we had back in uh, Alabama. And then you also throw in Mike Gusecki and all that. And um, I think the the Dolphins could be a team to handle with this year as long as everybody stays healthy and kind of stays COVID-free. Coming in at number 16 is the Indianapolis Colts. Their previous rank was um, 13, so they went down three. Um, But the Colts haven't – they're another one of those teams that haven't really – done a whole lot they um kind of dropped off since 2009 and losing uh peyton manning um and then they had a few key players um since then then you throw in um jonathan taylor their running back um who is who's really really good last year and you got ty hilton who they i believe re-signed and updated his contract this year and then signing uh carson wentz which he's an Eagles guy, so I'm not really a big fan of the Eagles. But um, but he got injured not that long ago, but I believe he's going back to practice um, this year, or this season, actually. I mean, he should be up and going by the uh, first game of the season. But um, I, it's, it's one of those things where they haven't really had the team um, since 2009, and I don't know. It's gonna be. A, it's gonna take a lot for for them to get back to their former glory, and um, I don't know. And I, I, 
the AFC is kind of a tough competition to begin with, especially with the Kansas City Chiefs and having uh, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey over there and Tyreek Hill, and then that awesome defense that they got in the AFC. It's going to be a, it's going to take a lot to beat the Kansas City Chiefs this year, and, and, and the Kansas City Chiefs might not go this year. I don't know, but I can't. That's kind of the expectations for them right now. But um, you you never really expect. Uh, the team you always think is going to go, and then you get shocked at the end of the season when somebody you least expected to go. Um, coming in at number seventeen is the Minnesota Vikings. They um, they stayed the same last year at rank number seventeen. Um, um, so it's like, but the Minnesota Vikings have not really done a whole lot. They were a pretty dominant team a little bit late last year. Um, they got Kirk Cousins, um, Adam Feline, and Dalvin Cook to kind of complete that little trio you got there. But um, and then throwing in Justin Jefferson, who won Rookie of the Year last year, um, I believe that you could easily say that they are a decent team. But I don't know if they're going to get back to their former glory of trying to get up to that point of the uh, the Super Bowl and stuff like that. Um, because Kirk Cousins is not as good of a quarterback as a lot of people think he is, because he has the um, he is I don't I don't think he's won a Monday uh, Monday night football game ever. Uh, he might have won one last year, but he's kind of had that curse of Monday night football on him. So when the Vikings play on Monday nights, uh, I probably would bet on the other team if I was you. Um, I'm not a big betting guy, so I won't do it. But if you're if you're feel lucky, I guess you can you can go for it. Um, coming in at number 18 is the Arizona Cardinals. They uh, their previous rank was number 16. They went down two from last year, but um, I think the um, Arizona Cardinals are going to be a pretty good team um, this coming up season because you you've got Kyler Murray and uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, kind of being that dominant team, a uh, little duo they've got there. And then uh, the Arizona Cardinals made a big trade for, uh, or I don't know if it was a trade, I think it was all free agency, but a uh, big thing in J.J. Watt, um, who is an amazing defensive end, and he was amazing for the Texans. It's just it, doesn't t- it can't take one man to take you all the way to the Super Bowl, especially on defense. He didn't have any interceptions or anything like that that would have definitely helped. But he was one of those people that um, you really want to kind of build a defense around in some way. Um, coming in at number 19 is the Chicago Bears. The Bears. <laughs> um, their previous rank was number 19, so they kind of stayed the same from last year. Um but I th- I think the Chicago Bears kind of signing Justin Fields. Um, Justin Fields didn't really do a whole lot in uh, college late last year. He he brought him to the national championship, but he kind of got injured from a legal hit um, from Clemson last year in that in that little spot. So I think it's going to be one of those things where I think they could easily do good. Um, Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, was not really as good of a quarterback as I think is what they expected, but I think Justin Fields kind of bringing in that young feel for it. Then you got Allen Robinson and David Montgomery um, in the backfield for him. I think it easily do something this year, but I don't know about how much because the Bears kind of choke when they get to the end. 
coming in at number 20 is my Dallas Cowboys. Um, their previous rank was number 21, so we, we went up one, so, which is really, really good. Um, but the Cowboys, uh, we we lost Dak Prescott early last season, and it kind of took a big hit on us. And Andy Dalton, um, now who's at the Bears, um, it's, he, he didn't really do a whole lot for us, and we were kind of all disappointed. At least I was as a Cowboys fan, and um, like I said, I was very, very upset with the way we played last year because some injuries kind of held us back, and some of our key players didn't play like how they should have. Um, but we had some we had some dominant moments where we beat some teams that I think other people expected us to lose to, and um, but this year I'm very very happy to say that we probably could have a chance. I don't really want to jinx it just yet. I got to see the first game of the regular season before I can really say something about it because I don't want to. Like I said I don't really want to jinx it right now um, with the the chances of COVID coming back and all that kind of stuff and. Could take a, a few of our key players out, such as Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, um, or our new draft pick, Michael Parsons, um, some of our key players. And then you got uh, Leighton Vander Esch, who's had, who's had some uh, injury problems last year with his neck, but um, I think he could uh, he, he's going to make a comeback. And then uh, Jalen Ramsey and all that. Or not Jalen Ramsey, I'm sorry. He's at the, he's at the Rams. <laughs> um but I, th- I think we could have a chance this year, at least make it to the playoffs. That's all, that's all I'm hoping for. I'm not really saying, hey, we're definitely going to the Super Bowl and winning it kind of thing right now, but I kind of hope we at least make it to um, the playoffs this year. Um, coming in at number 21 is the Las Vegas Raiders, not the Oakland Raiders. They moved to Las Vegas now, which they've got a pretty, pretty stadium. Um, their previous rank was 20, so they went down one. They kind of traded places with the Dallas Cowboys, but um, Las Vegas Raiders, um, they have there's just so many problems going on with them right now. Um, Derek Carr not playing up to his potential, um, and their defense, they just can't really get under under handle. Um, Josh Jacobs is probably one of their best things they have. Darren Waller is another one. Um, those top two, those two players right there is probably the best thing that they have going for them right now, and they kind of just need to keep those two healthy. Um, and with those two, I think you could easily do something. Um, coming in at number 22 is the Washington football team. Uh, not the Washington Redskins. Some For some reason, they decided to change it. I don't know why, but that's... I don't know. <laughs> but um, their previous rank was 24, so they went up to the because the Washington football team had a really good uh, season last year with uh, Chase Young kind of coming in and uh, being that rookie that nobody really expected to do as well. But um, he was a dominant guy at um, Ohio State. And um, I was kind of shocked the way he did because usually rookies get that little early jitter of – not playing as well, but he actually did really, really well, and I was kind of surprised, and the, their defense kind of did really, really well last year. Um, they made it all the way to the playoffs. Um, they won the NFC East, and um, it was kind of one of those things where um, they were kind of the, that t- that underdog team going in, but then they, I think they got a little too cocky with it. Um, um, there was videos of Chase Young and all them saying they want Brady, they want Brady, they want the Buccaneers, and 
well, that's kind of like when everybody says they want Bama, it didn't really end well for them. Um, and that's and that's how it did. They they played the Buccaneers and they lost, just like how everybody when they play when they say they want Bama and they get Bama and they don't. It doesn't turn out too well. <laughs> and uh, so just just stop saying it. Stop saying it. It's kind of plain and simple. Just stop saying it. <laughs> um, so coming at number twenty three is the New York Giants. So uh, uh, their previous rank was number twenty two. So they went down one, but um, they haven't really been up to the potential that everybody expected them to be last year because um, Saquon Barkley went down early last year and Daniel Jones has not done hardly anything since coming to the NFL two years ago um, coming out of Duke and because um, he had a 90 or he probably could have had a hundred yard rushing touchdown but then for somehow he trips over his own feet and open field and fumbled the ball and they lose that possession and I was um, I, I felt bad for all my uh, New York Giants fans out there <laughs> because I, I would have been embarrassed by that if that was the Cowboys in that situation um, number 24 is the Denver Broncos their previous rank was 26 so they went up to um, which is the Denver Broncos really haven't done anything since winning that Super Bowl with Peyton Manning uh, a few years ago, um, and um, with uh, all their, they just have so many problems going with them right now. Um, they they had a couple good draft picks uh, coming in with Patrick Sertan, and then getting Jerry Judy last year. Um, out of Alabama, so it's like usually Alabama players do well, but then there's some that haven't done as well. Um, but uh, I, I don't know the Denver Broncos. They just gotta they gotta figure something out of something to do because their defense, like you got Patrick Sertan now, you got Von Miller and a bunch of other um, small key players, but nothing really. I don't think they have a big chance. And then uh, finally, the number uh, t- number twenty five is the Atlanta Falcons. Their previous rank is uh, twenty three, and they went so they went down two, which is not too bad. But um, the I think the Falcons kind of gave away a bunch of their good players, like defensive players. They gave away to the Cowboys and a few other teams. And then Julio Jones, they them giving away, I think was a big big mistake for them. I know Julio wants to win, but I think they could have done something to at least keep him around a little bit longer. Um, Matt Ryan hadn't really done anything for the Cowboys, or not the Cowboys, the Falcons, and um, it was it's one of those things where you need you need a good quarterback, and he's he's an okay quarterback. I don't think he's a good quarterback. Um, and then you got Calvin Ridley over there. Um, you got Mike Davis now with their signing from Carolina. Um, but I, it's just the Falcons have not really done as much, I think, as what most people expected them to, especially blowing a 28 to nothing lead to the Patriots a couple years ago to the, uh, in the Super Bowl and losing, and sorry, sorry Falcons fans, um, but I, I kind of had to throw that shot in there, and I know you could probably say, oh, the Cowboys haven't been since 90s, and like, okay, well, at least we didn't blow a big lead like that, but, um, <laughs> Alrighty, um, that's going to go take us right into our second uh, little segment, um, NFL Rumors and Expectations.
Alrighty, now we're going to start our um, second little segment here, uh, which is, like I said, NFL rumors and expectations. Uh, There were some pretty big um, trade rumors going around. The Bears trying to get back Khalil Mack from the Raiders. Um, But in that trade, I did some research on that, and there was a bunch of first round, second and third round picks given away just to get Khalil Mack. And um, now it's kind of one of those things where the Bears are realizing, hey, we made a big mistake. Um, and uh, it's, it's, it's kind of like anybody. It's like they, they do one thing and then they're like, oh, I need to get that back. But I don't know. I don't think the Raiders are going to give him back unless they get something really, really big out of that. Um, and after suffering a season-ending injury um, with a prize free agent signing, the Jets are uh, trying to get are really interested in trading for a pass rusher. And it kind of seems like the Eagles have that young edge rushers who are set to uh, go on free agent after this upcoming season. And um, I think the the Jets might need to go for that trade instead of letting them walk. But um, because if they let him walk, then they're testing free agency, and anybody could pick him up at that point. So I think they need to make a trade um, before this season ends. So hopefully before that trade deadline kind of hits there. Um, and the Rams are possibly going after the Giants kicker, um, which there's a lot of teams out there that are trying to get some good kickers um, out of that. And um, I think the Rams are in need of one. They've got a good punter. But um, I think they need to go after a kicker, and I think it would be smart for the Giants to li- at least listen to it. I don't know if the Giants have any backup kickers, but um, if they don't, then I wouldn't do it. But um, if they do, uh, I would at least try to see what they want. And for anybody that didn't hear, um, the Jaguars have released Tim Tebow, and um, it kind of makes me think, and I was talking to some friends and family of – well, why did you sign Tim Tebow in the first place if you're just going to cut him and uh, after the first preseason game? And I can understand he didn't really do as well as like, some people expected, but um, it was it's one of those things where I think if you'd have given him a little bit more time or at least kept him on as a backup quarterback for Trevor Lawrence, I think you could have easily uh, done something with Tim Tebow. And um, some of the expectations – are more it's kind of like they're expecting the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Kansas City Chiefs to go back to the Super Bowl and a few other peoples are expecting certain players to do really really well like Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, um, um, Zach Wilson out of the Jets they're kind of expecting those few key play a uh, few rookies to do really really well and um, I, I kind of hope that these uh these players do not kind of get too ahead of themselves and try uh, to uh, get ahead. Uh, uh, basically, try to get uh, too ahead of themselves. And uh, two Dolphins first stringers are in danger of losing their jobs ahead of the 2021 season, which um, I'm not really sure who, but um, it's it's one of those things where you you. You want to play up to your full potential because even though you might be in, the, you might have been in the season for a while. Um, you don't really, 
you don't you don't want to just let up just because oh I have enough experience out of this you you want to do more um, but the the Dolphins have signed Malcolm Brown so Miles um, Gaskin has to earn his starting spot which he's been on the Dolphins for a little while um, and there's a few others um, but you don't you don't really want to like just let up just because you have that experience. Um, which that's kind of once um, once you get it to the NFL, you kind of automatically think you're going to get a starting job just because you were drafted in the first round or something like that. But you never you never want to get that expectation of hey, I'm going to get this starting spot. Um, alrighty, we're going to go into our third segment of who might be going to the Super Bowl. Alrighty, we're coming back into our third segment now. Who might be going to the Super Bowl? Um, I've kind of already said it a few a couple times, but the Tampa uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers are kind of one of the biggest rumored to be possibly going back to the Super Bowl because they have all their starters coming back from last year, and that's kind of a good sign when you have all your starters coming back, especially your Super Bowl starters coming back. Um, with you got Tom Brady, you got Rob Gronkowski signing a uh, another couple years um, in their deals. You got Leonard Fournette in the backfield. You got Mike Evans. You got uh, a bunch of other players on their team coming back, and their defense is all coming back. Um, and it could, it very well could be possible. I think the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers do have a team to take them all the way this year. And then um, you also got the Kansas City Chiefs, who are also expected to go because they have their team coming back as well. Um, but you never really know. These are kind of just early preseason picks to, to go all the way. And, um, you, you like I said, you just never really know. Kind of expect the unexpected um, when it comes to all that. And um, it's kind of a short segment, but this, that's all I could really find. Um, there's a couple other teams that are kind of expected to at least win their divisions. Um but um, these are kind of just the segment that I kind of wanted to go over because a lot of people want to hear who's already going to the Super Bowl. So, alrighty, we're going on to our fourth segment, which is the Dallas Cowboys. Alrighty, we're going into our fourth segment now, which is the Dallas Cowboys. Um, how about the Cowboys for all my Cowboys fans out there? Um, but uh, I know a lot of people are going to say, well, you're just biased and you wanted to do this. And I'm like, well, yeah, because it's my podcast. <laughs> but um, but so far, the Cowboys are looking pretty good as of right now. Um, we're having a couple problems with injuries with Dak Prescott. And... Um, and he, but he is expected to go by this, uh, by the 9th of September, which is our first game against the Buccaneers. And then COVID has kind of taken five of our key players out of there, and uh, our defensive coordinator Dan Quinn. But they are, like I said, they're all kind of expected to come back um, by by the first game. Um, but I, I think the Cowboys could be doing very, very well this year. Um, I think at least playoff contention. 
is what I'm hoping for, but you never really know. Um, it's kind of like the Braves in baseball. It's like every team I choose, professional-wise, kind of drop off after a while, but hopefully they um, kind of come back and do something with both of them. So, Alrighty, we're going on to our fifth and final segment, which is college football rankings. Alrighty, sweet home Alabama indeed. Um, coming in at number one in the college football rankings is the defending national champions Alabama Crimson Tide. Um, I'm kind of happy with that, but it's this is it's too early on really to say if we're going to go because we're not always guaranteed. Just because we are a dominant team does not always mean we're guaranteed to go. But I do kind of hope we are. We do go this year. Um, then you got the Oklahoma Sooners coming in at number two, Clemson at number three, Georgia at number four, Ohio State at number five. You got Texas A&M, who almost made it to the playoff last year, but um, kind of has a couple problems coming in at number six. Um, Iowa State, who was a big shocker for how good they did um, last year, coming in at number seven. Um, number eight is Oregon. Um, who haven't really done a whole lot since 2010, but they're kind of slowly moving their way up, but I don't know how long that will last. Um, Notre Dame coming in at number nine, um, and Notre Dame is kind of one of those people that are they're just kind of floating back and forth between conferences. They can't really stay in a conference long enough to really do anything, um, but who, who knows. Um, coming in at number 10 is North Carolina. 11 is Cincinnati who is kind of a, another one of those uh, big shockers, kind of like how Iowa State is. Um, number 12 is Florida. Um, 13 is USC. 14, the 2019 national champions, um, LSU, who ever since losing pretty much half their t- that team from that 2019 season, uh, yeah, they just they kind of lost it there. Um, coming in at number 15 is Miami. Number 16 is Wisconsin. Um, number 17 was Indiana. Uh, number 18 was Iowa. Number 19 is Washington. Uh, Penn State is number 20. Then you've got number 21, Texas. Um, and then number 22 is Coastal Carolina. Which, they have not been a team long enough, really, to where anybody expected anything out of them. But they're not. All, they're also not really in a... They're not a D1 school. So I'm kind of shocked of how, uh, how that all happened. Um, number 23 coming in is um, Louisiana. Number 24 is Utah. And number 25 is Arizona State. So it some there's and, and the rankings this year is some of them are unexpectedly in there and then some of them you kind of expected to be in there. Um, but what can you do? I'm not part of the the ranking committee or wh- whatever they're called. But um, you never really know to be honest. Um, coming 
Now we're going to go into the sixth segment, which I, I know I said this was the fifth and final one, but we're going into a sixth segment. Um, so let's go. Alrighty, we're coming into our sixth segment now, which is the final. This is the final segment, which is basically just saying goodbye. Um, so I'm very happy that uh, this one went as well, and I'm hoping y'all think the same. It's a little bit longer than last time, but um, now that I have, uh, I'm actually talking. I actually have a topic to talk about, which is football. Um, it's going into uh, going to be a little bit longer, and I'm hoping y'all kind of stay around and listen. So, um, if, uh, if you do want to sponsor, um, this podcast, um, if you go on Spotify, um, and go to the show more, um, thing right under my name, you'll see a way to sponsor. It's a monthly con- contribution, uh, con- yeah, contribution, uh, which is nine, uh, 99 cents a month, four ninety nine a month and nine ninety nine a month. Um, if you don't want to, it's not that big of a deal, um, but I would love for your support in this to where I can get to a, a bigger and better dream, uh, hopefully working for ESPN and stuff like that. I know it's gonna be, this is going to be a long journey, and I hope all of you kind of stay with this journey with me because um, it would be a big, big um, thanks for all of you um, that if you do... Okay, if you don't, it's not gonna make it's gonna not gonna change anything. Um, and if you ever want any shout outs, just follow me at Instagram or on on Instagram. Sorry, um, at JMOCBC. That is J M O C B C, or at JMO Sports Podcast, which is JMO underscore Sports underscore Podcast. Um, and uh, lastly, an announcement. Uh, as I said. Um, September 4th is Alabama's first game, which we play Miami and Atlanta, Georgia. Auburn's first game is also September 4th in Auburn, Alabama. They play Akron. So um, I thank y'all, and I hope to see you next time. Goodbye, and this is the JMO Sports Podcast.